Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. On this episode, we discuss the details of the Purple Rain Deluxe Edition and the latest news surrounding the Deliverance EP. And now, your Technicolor Climax is at his fingertips, Dr. Funkenberry. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be discussing Purple Rain and a few other things. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, for subscribing, for telling your friends about us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you for the support. Remember to to donate. We'll get that figured out to make it easier on you guys soon. Uh, what's up, Chris? What up, Doc? Can I just can I just tell Chris what we got to do is let me clear my throat. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate Chris being with us today, being under the weather again for the third time this year. Not great. <laughs> okay. Speaking of under the weather, I think what no, I I think I know what caused you to be under the weather. It was the Purple Rain remaster getting announced last week. I think that had something to do with it a little bit, and we'll get into that. But uh, it's kind of interesting that this wasn't what we were promised in February with the press release, was it? Yeah, weren't we promised two DVDs? <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. we were. We were promised a lot in that original press release to where um, it was two DVDs and it was supposed to be two discs of unreleased material. And it just wasn't. It didn't happen yeah. that way. So, um, you know, what we're getting is we're getting a Purple Rain Deluxe and Purple Rain Deluxe Expanded, getting rid of the word remastered. Now, a lot of people's opinions vary in this because you are getting the Prince remaster that he did um, before everything went down. And that was going to be one disc. So then people are like, you know, they're kind of allowing themselves to kind of not be so disappointed because if it was up to Prince, they would have got one disc. And now they're getting more discs, but they're not getting what was originally promised, you know? Um, yeah, pretty cool, though. Like what together? It's a yeah, and then what we do have, you know, you have the the first disc, which is fine. Then it's like the first disc, which is the 2015 Paisley Park remaster. Um, nothing extra, no extended beautiful ones, no extended take me with you, no extended computer blue. That'll be down the line on another on another disc. No extended darling Nikki. No extended I Would Die For You, which was different than the 10-minute version released. Uh, what you're getting is, you know, people were expecting, like, the full-on Purple Rain remaster with everything. Meaning you're getting Sex Shooter, you're getting The Jungle Love, you're getting The Bird, you're getting Modern Air, maybe a little bit of Blue Limousine. And then they figured you get G-Spot. And some of these other tracks that didn't exactly make it onto Purple Rain, but were recorded for it. I had someone just completely upset. Like, I thought they were going to have a heart attack. Like, G-Spot's in the original script. What are they doing? What are they doing? And then you get um, you get the Dance Electric, which I had an Acid Tate for. And that said June 7th, 1985. And that is kind of after Purple Rain. 
right. and then you have love and sex. Then you're getting computer blue, which is the hallway speech version. Then you're getting which elect- is awesome. Yeah. That's what I, everyone was really looking forward to. They wanted that to be released. Oh, so you mean number four, Electric Intercourse Studio version people weren't looking forward to? We'll get into that. No, the other ones we wanted then to get, right? Number five, getting Our Destiny slash Roadhouse Garden. Our Destiny, uh, that part will be sung by Lisa and then Roadhouse Garden by Prince. Then getting the Possessed 1983 version. Then you're getting Wonderful Ass, which is predated to that as well, apparently. Then you're getting okay. Velvet Kitty Cat. Then Katrina's Paper Dolls, which I was hearing more about in 1987 than 83, 84. Then you're getting We Can Fuck. That's not a misspelling. That is We Can Fuck instead of We Can Funk. It was the original version of stuff. Then you're getting Father's Song. Uh... Now, here's where people have a little bit of trouble. Like, you're getting single edit versions that you just got on Prince Forever. You're getting the One Doves Cry edit. Do you get 17 Days? You're getting Let's Go Crazy edit. Then you're getting Let's Go Crazy special dance mix, which is the full version that is in the movie. Then you're getting Erotic City and edit. Then you're getting Erotic City, the full version. Then you're getting Purple Rain edit. Then you're getting God. Then you're getting God Love Thing for Purple Rain, which is what people wanted forever it's where uh prince and apollonia are kind of making out and he doesn't kiss that bad in that scene ladies <laughs> and then you're getting another lonely christmas edit then you're getting another lonely christmas extended then i would die for you edit then i would die for you extended the baby i'm a star edit then take me with you edit so you're getting a lot of edits yeah then the dvd you're getting instead of two dvds now is uh, of the Carrier Dome, Syracuse, New York, March 30th, 1985. Which so, is cool with me. That not that the disc, or that's the concert VHS that came out, the Prince and Revolution Live, right? Yeah, and they're going to re they're gonna remaster that. It won't be from the video, so it'll sound a little bit better. I also wonder what they're going to be doing with the video, because later on, there was a version that was out that didn't have the When Doves Cry mirror effect that was used in the Syracuse broadcast. They showed a different one, which shows you what he's doing on stage instead of that just one screen that you're getting for it all. So people are interested in what they're getting with that, you know. Uh, how many other? Huh? Uh, I wonder how many other used VHS and recorded it on as their first leg. I know I did. Oh, you're showing your age there, my friend. Let's That's not do that. <laughs> But it was an interesting bag, and then this was kind of like broken a couple weeks ago, I believe by the Violet Reality. No really believed it. I was on a plane uh, to Minneapolis at the time, so I didn't really have time to be posting or doing stuff. And um, But it's, it's legit. I think people were just kind of excited but disappointed in the same breath. I think more people expressed their disappointment in the two DVDs. Then there was this rumor going around that, oh, Warners was working on retouching it but ran out of time. Now, you know as well as I do, that that DVD, that show is important. So you delay the DVD to do it. And then what we're hearing today is where the story changed. So maybe at one time it was going to be for the Purple Rain set, but not anymore. Oh. So what's happening is, is that... Um, the Prince Estate is shopping this uh, August 3rd, 1983 concert film and documentary streaming services. Now, 
Uh, what they mean is that there's extra footage from stuff, including the 83 show, that can be used as a documentary. So um, that is where it comes into play. And it's Troy Carter of Spotify, uh, who is also the advisor to the Prince Estate, is trying to help negotiate a deal that would give one major streaming service exclusive rights to one of, the, one of Prince's unreleased concert films, as well as rights to make a documentary about the film. So they're getting a double bonus. Now, <laughs> streaming's cool. I don't know why, but I kind of just want a physical copy in my hands, and I really wish it would have been on that Purple Rain set. Now, yeah, I mean, so much stuff <coughs> is happening with things uh, that why weren't we given what we were promised? Did it have to do with the Universal deal? That now... Uh, Really, Universal doesn't start getting stuff until 2021 now, and they want to give the contract back. I really believe that did have something to do with it, but now Warner's is trying to double dip and triple dip into things. They saw how Prince Forever was being streamed, and those were edited versions. So they're giving us that, and they know they have us, that you're going to buy it for that remaster. You're going to buy it for the unreleased tracks some which you haven't heard, and then you're just going to use that edit version like you did the Bria Valente CD that came with Lotus Flower and MPLS Sound. You're going to use it as a coaster. You know, like, that's how I look at it. Um, but Universal is unhappy with their deal. They're trying to give the money back still. And now I just wonder, will Warners have any competition for it, or will... Uh, they pay the same amount or less when they were willing to pay more before all this. So, you know. Now, as you saw last week when it became officially available here, you were allowed to buy a version of Electric Intercourse. Now, I know you. You've been one of the people that have said forever that Electric Intercourse should not have been replaced by the beautiful ones on the Purple Rain soundtrack. But maybe we were thinking of the live version from this August 3rd, 1983 show, and you figured a studio version would be just as amazing. Now, when you downloaded that version, Chris, last week, uh-huh. be honest here, what were your thoughts of hearing that version, the studio version of Electric Intercourse, for the first time? Uh, it's different than the live version, that's for sure. Different. You're being nice, Chris. Should I go Being back nice. your should I go back through your text messages? Do you want do you want, do you want truth? And I know that I think this song is very polarizing for fans. Either uh-huh. they loved it because it's it's the studio version, mm-hmm. or the other side, which is like me, where the the live version that I know and the the rehearsal version, we know two different versions at least, that are sung the same way. That is one of my that is my favorite unreleased Prince song. And so now with the studio version, it comes across so differently to me at least. I was devastated. I was heartbroken. Now I wanted have, a clean version of what he sang live, and that's not what we got. Right. We got the studio, which like say like in the Purple Rain tour, when Doves Cry doesn't sound like it does on the album. The album it sounds right. far superior. I think what you're trying to say is that live version from the 83 show and other rehearsals that you heard is far superior to the studio version that you heard, correct? That's my opinion. And now, I know there's a lot of 
love the the Lin machine and the way he sings and it me right sorry about the sound issues now speaking of sound issues now uh how i put it with this see later on in prince's career some of the stuff that he would do in the studio live would be so much better uh back in the day live or on the studio track it would sound the same or whatnot there would always be changes like the rehearsal version that some people like to think is the demo of something in the water does not compute, which sounds yeah. amazing. Um, that's why I'm kind of, do you think this is the 1983 version or do you think he took this out of all messed with it a little bit and then put it back? Do you think this is the 83 version or I don't know. Okay. It's just it's so interesting to me. Then, do you want to make love part? There isn't the dun da 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 sweet love dun da 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 on the piano. I mean, you get the don't you want to make love part, but it isn't done. Is it because he was focusing more so on the drum machine, the Lin drum machine, than doing other things, which made it harder, especially if he is recording this by himself? You know, maybe. Uh, there's part of me that kind of feels that. It's a little bit of 2014 prints mixed with 83 prints, but I have no way of knowing that for certain. I mean, he does say, you know, your orgasm, your multicolored orgasm at my fingertips, which is not something he was saying when he even did it in 2014 on the Hit and Run uh, Part 2 tour with Third Eye Girl. He wasn't saying those lyrics, but there they are in it. Um it's just really hard to tell and we don't know. And unfortunately the only person that could answer that question isn't here anymore. Uh, what he would tell me about uh, songs in the past that I heard, he'd be like, you're not supposed to hear that and you can't get upset at me over it because you weren't supposed to hear it in the first place. You listen to something that was unfinished. It wasn't done. So is this how we should supposedly feel about the electric intercourse that we heard for decades? Um, it's really hard. And I know that you were one of the proponents. I'm sorry to bring this up and put you on the spot, but I was not one of the proponents. I really like the song, but I don't think you replace, uh, you keep electric intercourse for the beautiful ones. I think the right decision was made with that as great as the version of the 83 uh, show was of Electric Intercourse. I don't think it should ever replaced it. Now, obviously, with the studio version that you're hearing, you're somewhat forced to kind of believe that The Beautiful Ones was always the right decision now for the movie and for everything else, right? Because it wasn't what you expected. Yeah, it confirmed uh, the choice. It was a good choice. Right. It's just always been hard, just like we didn't want Computer Blue cut down and not to have the hallway speech on it and a few other things. Uh, it just would have been so hard because that's what it would have, been, would have been. Beautiful Ones would have been replaced by Electric Intercourse, but Beautiful Ones actually replaced Electric Intercourse. It would have stayed. I don't think you can take that out. I think it was a lose-lose situation. And I think it was probably a difficult decision for Prince, but I think he made the right decision in his 20s to keep the beautiful ones in there. Now, obviously, I'm really interested on what else we're going to get, but let's be real here. <laughs> we're, we're a couple years away from the 35th anniversary, 
So we're most likely going to get another package deal of that where there'll be some stuff that isn't on this set so we have to buy. Then there'll be a 40th anniversary um, one that'll have more on it than this one, than the other one, but it won't have the same stuff on it. We're basically, over the next seven years, going to have to buy this three times. They are, you know, I'm handing you the lube, Chris. I'm letting you know <laughs> this is probably what's going to happen. <laughs> But we're going to have to buy this three times to get everything we want. And we're going to do it, aren't we? Yeah. You know, um, I'm really surprised. A lot of people are like, oh, Warners doesn't know what they're doing. I'm like, they do know what they're doing. They're going to get us to pay for it three times now. You know, I don't know what happened with the August 3rd show. That now it's going to be released separately and through a streaming service. But it looked like that was part of the deal. But if Warners isn't going to be... Uh, you know, more forthcoming, more more forthcoming, of why we weren't getting one DVD when we were promised to. Uh, there's really nothing we can do about it but speculate. Uh, now speaking of speculation, you know, we all know about the Deliverance, uh, EP being kind of put out without permission, and now the Prince Estate, uh, they put an injunction to block it. Now they have to put a million dollar bond up that they should be able to get back if they win. Um, and this just blocks it for a few more weeks. Uh, but they, if they want to want to continue blocking it, they have to put up that million dollar bond. Now, what do you do when you're a state that's bleeding? You don't have the air set yet. Uh, you're about to, hopefully. What do you do? Because if you don't fight this guy, let's be honest here. There's a lot of other engineers out there and a lot of other people that have unreleased Prince tracks. And they could be saying, oh, I co-wrote it with him or I mixed it with him. It's also part of my property. If you don't fight this, you're setting a precedent to where, you know, you're really opening up Pandora's box. It's a hard, it's a tough situation because obviously we're Prince fans. Um, we're used to getting stuff from him that was unreleased, whether he liked it or not. We never could get enough of what we had. So here's someone promising you new Prince tracks. People are loving Deliverance. You're put into a spot, though, to where you want the music, but you don't want to pay for it. But you, if you're the estate, you have to block it because if you don't, you're setting a precedent for everyone else. And I'm just afraid how many more people are going to come forward and try to do this trick, you know? I mean, on June 7th, are we going to have someone dropping another new Prince tune unofficially? Right. Yeah, and it's it's gonna take the money out of the estate's hands because once those songs get out, there's no way the estate can recoup that loss. Well, it's the million dollar bond and whatnot, but yes, they can't get the music back. And then you're hearing about this reality show, and then that, yeah, yeah, and they're, they're oh they're gonna release that music. No, if it's Ian's property, he'd have to market to them if that is the case. So that doesn't mean that's how it's gonna get out. Um. But as you saw, PRN family on Twitter denied it. The problem with that is, is PRN family, and it's making it kind of known now that it's Omar Baker running it, which is Prince's uh, sibling, uh, right. half-brother. Uh, but it's not the entire family. It's not Taika and others. So they're not releasing a joint statement that there's not a reality show in the works. Uh, 
it just shows how split they are. And it's really sad and frustrating because we need them to all come together with stuff. And I don't know if a reality show is the right thing. I know that Prince thought about it himself over the years. He thought about filming the 3121 parties and doing stuff like that. But then you would need clearance from every celebrity to be shown during these parties. And some, the reason they love going to Prince's parties is that there wasn't cameras around all the time, that you did have privacy. You were able to just get around and groove and shake it, even if you couldn't dance. You know, and a lot of people in Hollywood <laughs> don't know how to dance. So, <laughs> and then I know that with me, he was wanting me to do my own show, but have it filmed uh, kind of like the Spreecast and then like the MPG horn players and other people would do skits. So that was a different form. And that was also approached a few years later uh, where Access TV, I was involved with them of trying to get something like that to where they'd film for weeks at a time for Paisley and then actually be live Friday, Saturday nights at the Paisley Park after dark. And then later on, around 2014 2015 he was even talking about netflix with the same thing which they were basing which they were calling a reality show but it was more so of the skits and being live for performances more so than saying reality tv to where you're seeing prince you know get his hair done or stuff like that you know i just i don't know if the reality tv show game is the right avenue for them i mean yes are they having a lot of drama? Is there a lot of articles on the on them and Prince every single week on TMZ? Yes. But does that travel over to rating success? I don't think so. Um, but if the uh, family would be, because I don't, younger audience, they're going to care. I just feel it's a way for them to make money, which is, Something that, yeah, we need to be done in order to protect things. And then they can kind of not delve into the music aspect of stuff. I just don't know how successful it would be. You'd really have to get other people involved other than just the family to make people care. And, you know, over the year, there's just been a lot of animosity towards the family from fans, from other stuff. And, they'll be split down the middle of whose side they want. And I just feel it'll get really ugly. Um, those are my concerns over it. I don't have a dog in the race. I just, I'm not really keen on the reality thing of it. I do understand that they need to make money. I'm for that. Uh, I just like, would like everyone to get along as much as they could. Uh, everyone get an agreement. All six of them get on the same you know, boat, so to speak. And then we just make it funky, get it going. But I'm not so sure how feasible that is. It's just really, really hard to be seeing all these things going on a year out. Then people, you know, going back to deliverance, like, oh, the family, the estate should have released a Prince on his anniversary. It should have been this guy. The estate is still in disarray. I mean, you know, here yeah. was Salma Hayek again on Fallon. And I know that Questlove wants to play her out to Valentina. He can't do it still. Prince's music is not being used in films yet, is not being used on TV shows like The Tonight Show, and they're missing out on a lot of money that the MPG uh, Music Publishing would be making when he was here. So it's quite frustrating. I mean, you have this stuff on the streaming services, and yeah, 
you get like an agreement for Google to use nothing compares to you to make that announcement. But there's like nothing else going on. There's no other way for it to be making money. You know, it's just it's just frustrating in so many levels. So, you know, and I will say in the past two weeks, there's a lot there's been a lot more better written articles about prints. I want to say well written. Um than the than the information that we've been getting and i've been kind of posting that through on twitter and the facebook fan page while i'm still having work done to my site um you know a lawyer who said that he was working on the publishing and just that it was it was a mess because so many things were expire expiring you know and it really seems that the only way to make money off of prince right now not through putting his music on the tonight show other stuff is if you worked for him at one point i mean uh, the revolution is touring now. They're doing a lot of extensive interviews to uh, get the word out. I mean, you're having the original band that backed him up until 1986 play with him. Kind of having a little bit of a lead singer problem. I do think that will be worked out. Um, the Paisley Park celebration performance, the first one was only an hour long, so it's really hard to judge on that. It felt kind of rushed, so I don't really want to go into it with that. They are playing the Wiltern here in L.A. in about a month or so. That might be a better way to judge them. But you're getting the music. You're getting the sound. It's just uh, you're not exactly getting the lead singer. You're getting Stokely guesting. You're getting a little bit of Wendy. You're getting a little bit of Susanna who's touring with them. You're getting a little bit of Brown Mark. We'll see how that meshes out over time. You're also getting the MPG that's going to be touring, but it's different lineups, but you do have Kip Blackshire kind of in the mix to do a little bit of lead singing along with Andre Simone. Now, another thing that leads me to that is not uh, Prince, it's Prince related, but it doesn't have any Prince people in their band is Princess. Uh, they're doing one uh, benefit show at the Largo at the Coronet, May 13, 2017. Then they're also doing June 8th and now June 7th, the birthday show form with Gretchen and Maya Rudolph, Gretchen Abraham and Maya Rudolph. And I really like them the one time that I saw them. I really like the energy and how they harmonize together. Uh, they may not have the revolution behind them or the MPG, but the way that they're, they harmonize so well together, it's quite amazing. Um, you still, and then you have Shelby doing shows. I think she's about to take off to do Australia for a little bit. Um, I think that's really the only way to be making money right now is the people that did work for him and the empty hole that's leaving in fans where they don't get to see him live anymore that these people that worked with him, whether it was recently or back in the day, the fans are going in droves to them to get that purple feeling again, you know? Yeah, I, I the fans are going to any of those artists or back fans. Because it is the way that we can get, come together as fans to celebrate the man right. and the music, you know. So, oh, the one thing, I don't know if you're okay with me mentioning that the L.A. shows for Princess, our own favorite DJ, Kurt Crucial, is going to be DJing before the both Princess yeah. shows. So just, get there early and you could dance. Right. For us people that have two working feet, uh, there's really no seats in the Terrorround Ballroom. Uh and their shows are quite good and they're quite long. I really enjoy it. I just don't know how my foot by that time will handle it. But uh, it's really cool that Kurt will be in the mix. Um, but we just now it just means we have to get there earlier. 
especially yeah. going to spot by the front. Right. So, um, but those should be fun. Um, I just don't know what to expect with promotion of the Purple Rain remaster. You know, I was making assumptions that they'd have it back in the theater, uh, the movie, for a little bit during that time. That would make mm-hmm. sense. I'm not hearing anything. Maybe we'll get another press release. Uh, but it seems like a lot of people, not just you, were underwhelmed with the studio version of Electric Intercourse because I thought that would be a big deal. Kind of like how Warners was kind of promoting Prince Forever with Moonbeam levels. Um, uh, it's kind of like they knew that we weren't getting what we thought we were going to get, you know? So. Yeah. I was shocked when I saw that that was the the freebie that came with the pre-order for the deluxe edition. I was blown away. You're like, and what? It kind of scares me. It's like, wait a minute. Why are they giving the best song on the entire collection uh, away free? And then I heard it. Well, and I thought I downloaded the wrong version. <laughs> well, maybe that's it. Maybe it isn't the best version on there, but it's something that we wanted forever. So we have that to go through. Wouldn't uh, it be cool if they did a hidden track? It'd be so Prince-like. Wouldn't it have a hidden track that is just the live version, clean soundboard. Perfect. It was, it's very princely. I don't think it's very Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers <laughs> when they're, when they're trying to make that money, when they're going to yeah, make us not, buy it three times. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what they're going to do, man. We're going to yeah. buy it. This one, they're going to buy the 35th anniversary. They're like, Oh, uh, this was just done. You know, we got, we got the rights to it. We're going to put it out and then we're going to get that 40th. Like, Oh, unearth. The technology is better. We made the remaster better. We're actually able to put in the the twelve inch version of something that we found. Blah blah blah. We're 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 gonna have to buy it three times in the next seven years. Seven dime out of us. There a, and that's my whole thing. Is like Warner's is getting it wrong. Warner's is getting. It wrong. I'm like no dude. They're gonna get Christie's and Jay's money. They're, yep. they're they're gonna get the money. They they know it. That we're gonna buy it three times. And they're going to give us a little bit of a sprinkle each time, and they're going to give us a little bit of free lube with it. <laughs> so you can do with it what you want. Now, Chris, uh, I know we're kind of having an abbreviated set just because of you being a little sick, and uh, I really want to put a lot of effort into um, uh, the celebration report. Is there anything that I'm forgetting right now that we should be on top of? Oh, man. Gosh, there's so there's you know there is a lot of news that comes out constantly. Mm-hmm. It seems like almost daily something new is happening. Right. Uh, gosh, I can't even think. I think we kind of covered it. I just want to have like a special celebration report and to make it the best thing. Um, what people liked about 2017, what they expect for 2018, some things that they like, some things that they wish to be changed. I want to have other people's input on it. Um, Make sure to email us. I'm going to put it out again. And I think there's a new Facebook group of 2017 celebration attendees. But I want to get your guys' input. So make sure to email drfunkpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll voice your reports and everything else. We want this to be really good. I don't want it to be rushed. And I exactly. appreciate Chris having patience with that as well. And I appreciate you guys having patience with it. Uh, there's been some other stuff going on with me, my health, with other things. So I appreciate your you guys is concerned and just when it comes to the Paisley report, you know, I know Prince always wanted it on top of it, put out immediately. I just, I, I feel that God take my time with it. I appreciate you guys understanding it. Chris, I hope you get better. I have a feeling you're really sick just because of the, the electric intercourse version. And you're just, you know, 
Maybe that's, that's what gave me strep throat, all the screaming from uh Yeah. From <laughs> And you just and you just had your birthday, man. You went away for your birthday. Happy birthday, Chris. You know, right. happy twenty first. So Yeah. A couple times. Hey, Good lord. The one that um the the books that were available at the celebration yeah. uh ordered a set and uh they are getting sent out now. So if you ordered those online, the fashion, the Mm-hmm. The art, the Paisley Park, and the the guitar book; those are being delivered now, so that's kind of cool. So we'll have a report on that too when we do our celebration report. I'm yeah, sure. just because those were first done at them and then mailed out. We'll get all into that. Thank you guys so much for supporting us in this special Purple Rain edition of Purple Purple Rain Deluxe Edition. We can't call it a remaster, can we? And we will be back uh, with all the news, and we'll also have our special celebration episode coming up. Much love, everyone. Keep it funky. Till next time.